Could you please introduce yourself? I'm David Albuquerque. I'm a teacher and uh, I've, uh, yeah, I'm a gentleman who's from Indian background. So I know a little bit of colonization, uh, uh, if perhaps not occupation. And I've been involved in, this, in the Palestine struggle for freedom since 2008. And I come from a background which was very pro-Jewish. And I do have Jewish relations by marriage, by my, and I've all along held a very pro-Israeli, a pro-Israeli uh, pro um, viewpoint. Uh, that uh, changed in 2008 after the uh, after Operation Gaslit, the ferocious onslaught by Israel into uh, Gaza, which left 1,400 uh, people dead, most of them civilians. Now I know that you've been having a close look at the media and I'd like you to let me know whether you think that the ABC is biased towards Israel. Yes it is and because I complained uh, about them uh, they're they're biased in two ways. Uh, First by the manner in which they report, the selective manner in which they omit and uh, a selective highlighting of of, uh, news which would disadvantage Palestinians. Uh, They will uh, speak of rockets, they will that, but they will not talk about the violence that uh, Israel commits. Uh, they do not report on the underground violence that uh, is uh, an occupation, that is uh, part and parcel of every occupation. Uh, those stories, the Palestinian stories, are being neglected, but very glaringly, um, glaring omission on ABC's part is the non-violent resistance that is there, which is, which is the dominant resistance. One percent of the uh, Palestinian uh, resistance is violent. Ninety-nine percent of the uh, Palestinian uh, resistance is non-violent. There, there are movements in Berlin, but even beyond that, the everyday existence of a Palestinian in the camps, the ABC never gives us pictures of their lives. The people are, are displaced and ejected, expelled through a violent ethnic cleansing and living in refugee camp under the most squalid and most uh, inhuman conditions in Lebanon, in Jordan, in all parts of the world, scattered, and undergoing those hardships, the lack of sanitation, the lack of electricity, the lack of any uh, civil, uh, civil rights. To endure that occupation, I believe ABC should be complimenting the Palestinians for their, uh, I mean, beyond for their resistance, something which is beyond human expectations. They should be seen as a most non-violent people, and to distort that, I, I think it's a scandal. It's absolute scandalous on uh, ABC's part to show a people who are, who are putting up with such uh, inhuman conditions, to show them as the perpetrators instead of the victims is a gross abuse of the journalistic code of ethics. So uh, that's, that's my accusation against uh, uh, ABC, and uh, I have had a history of correspondence with them. And uh, it is appalling if I tell you um, the replies that I get from ABC. It's appalling. It's scandalous. Now, we know that there are high rates of incarceration of Palestinians in the West Bank. Yes. And we know that as a result of that Israeli repression, um, the inmates in those detention centres, the Palestinians have undertaken one of the classic non-violent tactics, and that is of a hunger strike. Now, I believe that you were complaining about the way in which the ABC failed to report some of those hunger strikers and what was happening. Could you describe what the nature of that event was? 
one of the gentlemen, uh, Hassan Safadi and Samar Al-Bark, uh, who had been on uh, 65 days of, uh, uh, the, of hunger strike, they called off their, their strike because some of the demands had been met. And, you know, uh, they, uh, they did not cover that. Uh, it happened on, the, on May 15th uh, was the day. Uh, I just gave that as an example that, these, this, uh, that uh, the hunger strikers had ended their strike on May 15th and that didn't, uh, didn't feature on ABC's news. And people who have been on a hunger strike five days end up, uh, you know, almost near dead. And when they give that up, that that person is considered worthy of uh, making a mention. I give that as an example, and I refer to the long history that, you know, that that all these hunger strikes, there have been many more uh, previous hunger strikes by other people. And even the, uh, this particular hunger strike, the, the other 64 days were not covered. Now, what ABC chose to do, they, they tr- uh, tried a very uh, clever ploy. Uh, they pretended that my letter was a complaint about the, their non-coverage on the May 15th of the end of the hunger strike. And they gave us an excuse that uh, that Hollande had been elected that day, and that was sensational news, uh, world of world importance, and that they had no uh, space and time to cover this demand's uh, ending of a hunger strike. So that's the outcome of the French elections. Yes. Hollande was elected as president of France. That's right. That's right. And um, okay. so that caused a lot of coverage of that event. And, yes. they, and they're saying that that blacked out the coverage that they would have given to the Palestinian hunger strikers. Yes. When my, uh, my, uh, when my letter only gave that as an example, and in subsequent letters I have pointed out that uh, did not cover uh, the 64 other days when they were when Holland was not being elected or nobody else was in, in Europe was being elected. And they in every letter they pointedly refused to answer that and they pretend that my letter is only about the May, May 15th. And my letters clearly show that I'm referring to the historic neglect by of all the human rights abuses being committed not just the uh, hung, uh, the hunger strikes, but uh, you know the conditions, the children, the treatment, incarceration of children, the torture of children, the inhuman uh, uh, tortures that are being conducted on detainees, and the, the lack of uh, uh, rights, you know, judicial rights that they get. So they don't refer to that. Just uh, on that ploy there, yes. I, I wonder is what you're saying? Sorry, yes. there's a, a jet going overhead here, but is what you're saying yes. that you make a complaint yes. and the ABC complaints department? Yes has a strategy of rebuttal of of your complaint to yes. narrow down the scope of yes. your complaint so they can rebut that. And and the way they did that in this yes. particular case was you gave one example of that a hunger striker was on the point of, of death, but he, yes. he stopped his hunger strike because yes. the Israelis gave some improved conditions in the prison and he stopped his hum, hunger strike. And they say the reason why they didn't report that because of the momentous event of Hollande winning the presidency in France. That's uh, the other, uh, the other uh, ploy that they use is uh, to hide behind ABC radio. Uh, they, uh, when my letter clearly mentions that it's a complaint about ABC TV, uh, they, they produce coverage. There's been some uh, scattered coverage, occasional scattered coverage by ABC radio. And ABC, the ABC also has an online online edition, you know, which is a, an online pay, a magazine or newspaper. Yes. They show a few scattered comments and uh, that they have made about the uh, the hunger strike. So ABC TV hides behind ABC Radio and ABC Online. So every time you complain about ABC TV, their way of responding to that is giving you uh, some scattered example instance where ABC Radio or ABC Online has featured the hunger strike. So I find that a very strange way of uh, of uh, you know ad- ad- of uh, avoiding a complaint. And uh, the the other th- so they do that. Then then the next thing is they say we've responded to your to your complaint, and uh, we uh, we see no point in entering.
entering into a protracted correspondence with you where you've answered everything and there's no basis to your complaint. So the medium that you complained about was television, which has a lot of viewers and is acknowledged as being a very powerful medium. And so they try to meet their quotas of balance. They, they pretend that it's a complaint against ABC Radio. It's not where it's clearly mentioned that my complaint is about ABC TV. They pretend that it is, they, they make two pretensions. One is that it's, it's about the non-coverage on a single day, that my complaint refers to a single day when it does not very clearly and repeatedly says it's not, it's a whole historic neglect. And uh, the other ploy they use is to, uh, to uh, pretend that uh, my complaint is about ABC Radio and ABC Online. When it's very clear that I'm referring to ABC uh, TV, it's very clear that I'm referring to a historic neglect, not the neglect on a particular day, but they twist my letter. Then they say we responded, uh, we don't see any point in, in entering into further correspondence. So that's the, that's the line they take. I have seen some reports from Anne Barker. Yes correspondent or was the correspondent for the ABC in the Middle East and she does report some of the events for example I've seen her report the checkpoints Israeli checkpoints yes. and the humiliation that Palestinians have to go un, that are subjected to daily by these young insolent Israeli conscript soldiers stopping women and men of all age going to, about their business to work or to, to, to go shopping or something and they get stopped at one of these checkpoints and they, they have to wait for hours. So that that indignity is just something that is a constant barrage on them. But, uh, that's precisely the point I, I made uh, to, in my letters that if uh, that it is uh, very curious that uh, ABC, uh, that uh, there's the same organisation, one is a, a radio department and one is a, a television that uh, then obviously the, the correspondent is the same how one department can feature what you refer to the, the abuse which is a form of terrorism on a daily basis uh, year after year for the last I don't know a dec for decades how the radio can refer to that and the TV the editors who are in, should uh, uh, blank that out and uh, delete that from their TV so that sh it brings home the point that I'm to make that it's uh, that it is deliberate can only be deliberate and that hunger strike, of course, went for over 100 days. So there were there were some. This one went for 65 days. Uh, 60. There were others which went to. They didn't feature. And uh, so it's such. It's so anomalous that uh, the radio uh, uh, department of ABC features it, and the uh, TV uh, department, uh, you know, blanks it out. Now, what about ABC TV 24, which has a, a 24-hour news service? Yes. How do, do, what, what is their reporting? That's the one I complained about. So I, I found it very strange when they say that, uh, that uh, you know, uh, that uh, Holland, uh, you see, they have 24 hours, they, there's a 24 hours, they have 25, they're, they're on the air for 24 hours. And to say that they were, uh, that they were covering Holland's uh, presidential election and his victory for 24 hours, that seems, uh, you know, for uh, people who have 24 hours of uh, time on the air to say that they had no time. But even granting uh, that they did on that particular day, that all 24 hours were devoted to Holland, what about the other 24 hours for the preceding 65 and 90 days and 100 days when the people were on strike? Uh, surely they're not suggesting that somebody, some president in Europe was getting elected every, every one of those days. So um, uh, that's the extent uh, to which uh, the ABC goes, you know. That's the dishonesty that I'm, uh, I'm referring to. As soon as the latest Israeli assault on Gaza was begun, yes. the, the big justification that we saw in the Western media was the rockets by Hamas. Yes. What do you have to say about that? Uh, well, um, you know, to emphasize the rockets, analogy I would give is, in the case of, the, of World War II, to emphasize to, uh, the, 
the Normandy invasion by the Allies on Europe to liberate, to show that, uh, you know, so they obviously when they were making that invasion in Normandy, there must have been artillery fire from the ships. There was an armada uh, waiting outside the Normandy beaches, discharging a barrage on uh, the uh, def- the German defences. Now, what ABC is doing is, equi- is the equivalent of emphasising that barrage of rockets and ignoring the factors which led to that invasion, uh, to to those that barrage, that artillery barrage from the ships, uh, namely the occupation uh, of the people of Europe by the Nazis. So to to not set the the, the Allied uh, bombardment in the context of uh, the occupation and the and the, the attempt to liberate the people of Europe is exactly what they're doing. They're referring, they're, they're highlighting the the rocket, but they do not give the audience the history of of the uh, the Palestinians. Do not give the conditions they live with. They. Um, uh, you know, they, they, they show that occupation, uh, they don't show that occupation is violent. And uh, more or less what it, it, uh, it, is, it is going across is it, uh, there is um, a kind of a secular co- a colonist uh, culture in the ABC, which is that, uh, which is a classical uh, settler colonial uh, way of thinking is that uh, occupation is violent. But if you who are a victim of that occupation, you must respond to that violence with non-violence. And every occupier has done it. It's the British did it to uh, to India. You have to respond non-violently. So if you respond violently, it's not legitimate. So I find it very, very racist to think that occupation uh, is allowed to be violent and the response has to be non-violent. I find it very racist. To yes. go back to your um, parallel with, yes. with Normandy, what you're saying is that the Germans actually occupied France. Yes. That, that was Normandy, and that occupation was violent. They had it taken, was violent. They had taken, there, there is a there is a difference between the the German occupation of Europe of France, for example, and the Israeli occupation. The Germans did not dispossess and evict the uh, the French. They did not say that France is from hence from today henceforth France is Germany. We're going to change the name, call it Germany, and we are not going to make it. Let's say um, a Lutheran. We are not going to transform and make it a Lutheran state. So Germ- Many of the Germans are Lutheran and some are Catholic. We're going to make it a Catholic state or, or the, uh, the, uh, the religion of art. And in that way, it was not that violent in, in culturally or religiously. Uh, the other thing you have to remember is that the, the German kept his wife and children back home in Germany. And they were not part of the occupation. So when, uh, let us say, a resistance, uh, the, the, the French resistance did not have uh, German women as their target. So to say that the, uh, the French resistance only fought against military targets is to ignore the fact that women, German women and children were not part of the occupation, which is not the case in uh, Palestine. The, Palestinian occupa- the occupation of the Palestinians is being enforced by the everyday Israeli, the Israeli adult, and in some cases, in many cases, the uh, Israeli teenager. So the, um, the sweet, uh, amorous couple sitting in a cafeteria in Tel Aviv holding hands and whispering sweet nothing, whom um, an occasional Palestinian blows up. He doesn't see that uh, couple as civilians. He sees them as the same couple because there are many girl Israeli soldiers who are poking, gun, uh, you know, are poking guns at aged, uh, very old um, uh, Palestinian men and women harassing them. So he sees them as the same people manning the checkpoint who just changed their uniform. 
actually he doesn't see them in, in civilian clothes. So uh, that is the difference uh, that people, that ABC does not bring about to its uh, doesn't bring about that face of the occupation. The the non vis uh, the non visible terrorism, the non visible violence. There is a visible violence and there's a non visible violence, and uh, it's it's the uh, it's the harassment at the checkpoints. They, they they're not spectacular. It's not like as spectacular as a bomb. It's not as dramatic. So it it, it misses the headlines, but it happens on a daily basis. Five six hours a, a Palestinian spends five or six hours at the checkpoint. He's humiliated. Now that is hard. I, I acknowledge it's hard to feature in in. In, uh, in a news program, but you can do that in a features program, you know, in uh, like foreign correspond- uh, for correspondent could do that job, but the ABC doesn't. It doesn't show that violence. It doesn't show the violence that is uh, even less visible, which is uh, denying a person the right to, uh, to alter his house or to build a house on his land. So that's, that's a, when you deny a permission, uh, that's a type of violence too. You separate a, a married couple. You don't let them live as a family. That's pain which is not violent and, as in the sense of a rocket or as in the sense of a suicide bomb. But it is a form of terrorism. And uh, to leave that the millions of Palestinians who are living under these conditions do not acknowledge that that is non-violence. To undergo such pain and not show that as non-violence is something amazing and scandalous on the part of ABC. May I suggest another parallel? I listened to ABC Radio, a program called The Spirit of Things, that is, the presenter is Rachel Kahn, and she interviewed an Australian man who who had Lithuanian uh, ancestors, and his uncle, uh, during World War II, and his uncle's family, they were evicted from their house in Zareb, in uh, Lithuania by Nazis and Nazi, uh, and Lithuanian collaborators of the Nazi. And those people were driven out of their home and uh, many of them were shot. Some were sent off to concentration camps or put into detention. Now, what happened there was there was a direct parallel in Germany, in, in what the Germans did in, Li- in Lithuania and, and also in Germany. They did... What they did to Jewish people was exactly the same as the European Jews did when they came to Palestine in 1948. Yes, Under yes. The, um, the influence of Zionism, yes. they came and they drove Palestinians out of their homes yes. and they occupied their homes. They actually they set up shop inside the homes of, of the Palestinian people that were driven out of all of their, um, their villages yes. like Lydia, um, Ramallah, Ramla. Um, all, all, all kind, the whole hundreds of villages yes. they were driven out of. So in that case, the occupation is actually it's direct directly parallels the occupation by the Germans of Jewish homelands in Lithuania, in Poland, and and also in parts of of Germany because yes. the Jewish people were very strong in Germany. Uh, they had reached all levels of society. So, but they were their shops were shut. They were driven out of their homes and, and many of them were murdered. But the same people who suffered that fate were to have that turned around and used as an excuse to set up a Jewish homeland in Palestine. And the ABC, I noticed that when they played that program, the ABC, they they certainly didn't raise it that there was a parallel. Now, I can understand that the Lithuanian man that they were talking about, he actually stayed in Lithuania in Zareb. So he never went to, to Israel. But his descendants did. They went to Israel and six of them were at a commemoration of of his resistance yes. 
And um, now they had dual citizenship. They were they were able to live. Well, actually, they had threefold citizenship. They were able to live in Lithuania. They were able to live in Australia or the U.S. or the U.K. Yes. And they're also allowed to live in Israel. Yes. And so I don't know why that the commentator on that show didn't at least raise some point about the fact that people living in Israel they're living at the expense of people that they're occupying and they they have the right if they feel like it to go and live in the US or Australia or yes. or, or in Lithuania if they like yes. uh, you know uh, one other way in which uh, ABC misleads uh, its uh, its uh, viewers and uh, listeners is that it doesn't uh, you know when it uh, talks about uh, they say that the Palestinians uh, do not that Hamas for example refuses to recognize Israel but they don't uh, they deliberately uh, do not mention that uh, or highlight the fact that Israel that they, they expect the Palestinian to accept is a Jewish Israel so you cannot equate the non acceptance of a black South African of an apartheid um, of an apartheid South Africa with the with say the Indian freedom struggle uh, the uh, the South African uh, uh, the, the the lot of the South Af the black South African in South Africa was far worse than the lot of the Indian uh, who was uh, colonized by the by the uh, British so uh, to, to to say that it's the easiest thing in the world for a Palestinian to recognize and most unreasonable on on the part of a Palestinian to not to to accept and recognize Israel, but they don't say what exactly the nature of this Israel and the cost it is to a, a Palestinian who lives, has been evicted from Israel, and uh, he can't return. And if he, the, the, those who, who were not, who chose not to be uh, intimidated and who stayed on, that they now have to accept a Jewish state where, according to the definition and, and the, uh, the law, they do not have land rights. So uh, they do not mention that. So they, it seems uh, to, uh, to, to the ordinary viewer who's not well informed, it would appear that the Hamas is being absolutely uh, unreasonable, that they are fanatics. And, uh, you know, that, uh, and they also highlight the fact that they keep, uh, whenever they, uh, they use the word Hamas, they always uh, associate with it with the word Islamic to suggest that this whole Palestinian struggle is a religious one. When the, all that the Palestinians are, are asking for is the right to go back to their homes in in Israel, all that they're asking for, or at least be given some compensation, all that they're asking for is a, a Palestinian state where um, they're not. I don't think they've ever said that the Jews need to go back to to Europe. They're saying. They are talking of a, st of a state where everybody has equal rights. So how is that unreasonable? Where I just can't say, ABC doesn't uh, draw this picture. They show them as unreasonable. They don't show them as being so reasonable. I don't see any population anywhere in the world who would be so patient. And uh, the, the, um, the Palestinians in 1988 had recognized Israel, which was extremely generous on their part to do. For anybody, I can't see an Australia or an America or any European country agreeing to the establishment of a Muslim state. I emphasize the word Muslim state in the heart of Europe after the eviction and ethnic cleansing of all the native Christian population for the Palestinians to agree to, to the state of Israel. And now what is the state that uh, Israeli state that uh, the that Hamas is rejecting? They expect Hamas 
to recognize an Israel which has not defined its borders. How can you expect, it's the equivalent of asking someone to acknowledge a France of, of say, uh, Napoleon. Uh, today it was, was France, the next day it was Germany, the next day it was, uh, was I don't know where, Russia. Or you can't expect uh, anybody to recognize uh, Hitler's Germany, which was kept expanding. So for the Palestinians and for Hamas to recognize a nation which does not define its borders and to say that that is unreasonable is hugely unprofessional, to say the least, on the part of ABC. So what should the ABC do about your complaint, David? What they've done is uh, they've said we've responded to your complaint, but they're not. Uh, but they, uh, without saying that they've responded only to one one line of my, they've read only one line of my letter, and they're saying that there is no point in entering into discussion when we've already when we've already uh, answered your letter in, uh, and shown that there's no basis for it. But what should they do? I feel they should acknowledge that they have been negligent. They should explain the pressures that they are under from uh, uh, politicians, um, uh, notably Michael Danby and uh, the AJAC, that is the uh, Jewish law, uh, pro-Israeli Jewish lobby, in, uh, which is uh, hugely, uh, uh, which is uh, politically v- uh, and, and very influential, and perhaps financially also very influential, and who large sections of the, uh, the LNP and uh, the ALP uh, you know, are beholden to. Julia Gillard, for example, is besotted with, uh, with, the, uh, with Israel thanks to the uh, pressures and lobbying by AJAC. So uh, uh, AB, it is true that, uh, that ABC, both ABC and SBS under are being bullied to not to give the accounts of the, uh, the state terrorism that Israel is doing, not to uh, go into detail about the lives in the refugee camps of the, uh, the people who have been made homeless, the conditions they live under, or to the, uh, the, the, the checkpoint regime, or to the tortures that have been carried out and the abductions and uh, mass detentions without uh, without legal any legal rights, no no visiting rights, no lawyer, uh, no charge. You just can be held indefinitely. So um, both ABC and even our um, you know our foreign ministry are not engaging with those. The uh, you know Bob Carr, the foreign minister, nor the prime minister. They'll issue statement after statement about Burma, about the. Uh, about the lack of human rights there, about uh, the lack of human rights in Syria, about Assad, but not their best friend. And uh, you know, when you said the, when you when you referred to to Israel being uh, being depopulated, uh, Australia actually should be very guilty. Australia has will not take a, a small boatload of say, even five or ten people or fifty people, but uh, Australia, the same Australia which boasted, you know, uh, Kevin Rudd. Uh, moved a, a bipartisan motion, which was uh, passed in Parliament, congratulating Israel on its 60th uh, 60th anniversary of its founding, and boasting, and absolutely uh, boasting, a very um, obscene boasting about the role that uh, the Australia played in the creation of uh, Israel. So it, um, so uh, ABC does not show these anomalies in our foreign policy and our refugee policy. It is absolutely contradictory on, is on uh, Australia's part to offer an apology to the indigenous people uh, of Australia for the occupation, colonization, and marginalization, and at the same time boast of Australia's role in the marginalization and dispossession of uh, Palestinians. So these uh, stories are not being brought out, these inconsistencies in Australia's domestic and foreign policy. So uh, there is a way ABC is utterly
very unprofessional. I mean, uh, this is a schoolboy would be able to point that out. Surely it it uh, it, it does dawn on uh, uh, on uh, on ABC uh, reporters and uh, you know uh, the panels that here is the anomaly. So why why is it not pointing out these anomalies? That, that's my question. Is there anything that you'd like to add about what people can do when they do see programs which? are unfairly biased. What do you suggest they do? I'm not asking that people make... This is a very weighty matter. This is... A, I would like people to go uh, with knowledge. I'm not asking them only to hear the, the Palestinian side of the story. I'm asking them to to see both sides of it. And I'm sure the truth will come out. Uh, anybody who makes even a, a decent amount of investigation will realize the just terrorism, the, uh, the uh, scandalous... It's a scandal uh, that this is an occupation. They will realize that uh, just as apartheid was, had no place in the 20th century, that occupation and colonization has no place in the 21st century. If they are careful about their sources, if they would like to, I'm asking them and, and, and begging of them to go to Jewish sources like um, uh, like Noam Chomsky, like Anna Balsa, uh, like um, Jeff Halper, uh, you know, uh, uh, Yuri Avneri, there's, uh, there's Ilan Pape. There are so many Jewish uh, uh, journalists and writers who have gone in and who have given a very objective account of of, uh, of the con the conflict. I'm just asking them that they look at the Jewish world. Uh, you know, there there there's, uh, there are so many of them. There's Amira Haas. So if they could do that, Phyllis Bennis. These are all Jews, and they have spoken of the dispossession. They speak of the terrorism that uh, that Israel is committing. So that's my appeal to them. Okay. Well, thank, thank you. you very much, David. Bye bye.